0: Welcome to Activate, a podcast for mobile marketers brought to you by Remerge. Take a short break from your screen and listen to what's working in mobile marketing and what's not straight from the people who are doing it now. Are you ready? Let's get started.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Maria Lannon, your host of Aptivate's Women in Mobile podcast series. In this series, we highlight women working in the mobile app industry from around the world. We hear their stories, the challenges they've faced in their careers, and their tips for success. I had the pleasure of speaking with some truly inspirational women this year on subjects ranging from leadership lessons and networking to how to be a supportive manager. We're going to bring you a roundup of some of our favorite bits from 2022. First up, you'll hear from Sharon Romang, the Vice President of Creative at Headlight a New York-based marketing agency. Sharon shares some great advice about networking and gives us an important reminder about managing other people. Take a listen. It's very important to have a network, be networking. I mean, look at you having the opportunity to go to Smartly through a networking event and even now with Headlight. It's really putting yourself out there, which is very difficult and not many people feel comfortable doing so. What would be your advice to women or anyone that might not feel comfortable networking, putting themselves out there? But it's been very beneficial for you. Not sure if you've always been that way or how you've been able to feel comfortable doing that.
2: I think networking in general is very painful sometimes. And I don't think anyone really likes it at the end of the day. But I think it's something that everyone's pushing themselves to continue doing. I think everyone would much rather be around a group of people that they might know. And so I think networking in general, for those who struggle with that, know that everyone feels the pain. But I think it's a wonderful thing and it's a moment that really can present you with unique opportunities for the future. And that's why I think it's so important to do it. I also think that by networking, you will meet people that will push you further than you can push yourself sometimes but you don't know that when you meet them. You will know that later when you continue developing the relationship. And that's really, really cool. You never know who you're going to meet. And this is not just in a happy hour from work or with a partner or with a client, et cetera. It's in any opportunity, you really don't know who you're going to meet, who's going to change your life or provide the next career opportunity, et cetera. So I don't know. I always have... In my mind, this thing that my mom told me when I was super, super young, and I hope it's okay to quote moms on this podcast, but Of course, absolutely. Basically she told me in any opportunity, you already have basically you're your worst enemy. You're always going to think that oh they're gonna say no or they're gonna not going to answer or they're not gonna talk to me or they're not gonna be interested. So you already have the no as an answer if you don't try. So you might as well go ahead and try and talk to that person, reach out email that company that you're interested in, expose yourself, put yourself out there, always take the phone call. You know what I mean? And try your best. And honestly, the more you do it, the more natural it's going to become. You're going to find a lot of things in common between you and those people. And even if it's not with those people, they will introduce you to other people. So make the effort of putting yourself out there. It will pay off. Yeah. Be open. Be open. Like you said,
1: the worst they can say is no. Exactly. The worst they can say is no. The more you hear no, you get more comfortable with it. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, they're not going to say no. So,
2: Yeah, but even if they say no, and which is okay, you can still have that contact for later. Maybe you'll be useful to them eventually. You never know. So especially if, I don't know, I live in New York and I think there's like way too many opportunities like that. So I think also it's like, understanding when you're feeling up to being in a group event or when you feel like you have the energy to be extroverted, go and do it. If you're not feeling totally up to it, don't force yourself to put yourself out there if you don't feel like you're in the best day possible.
1: Yeah. And I think that translates to so many other areas of your career as well. I think about that a lot, especially when it comes to management. How can I be a better manager, a better leader? There are days where I know I'm not putting my best foot forward and I'm not the best Leader for my team. And I think it goes back to taking breaks and what you said, like check in with yourself, know when you're going to be performing at your best, do what you have to do to perform at your best. And that's hard to recognize because I think, especially in this industry and in this city, obviously I'm in New York too, it's go, 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 it's nonstop, and you do need to take pauses.
2: You do, and you, by taking pauses, you also. Giving an example to your team that they can also take pauses to. I think if your team sees you responding at eleven thirty p.m. or slacking over the weekend or whatever else you might be doing, then even though you tell them, guys, like let's stop of course like take off whatever day or like stop working after six PM, they're still gonna have in the back of their mind, wait, my manager is active, I should be active. So definitely Allow yourself to take time for yourself, sleep, drink water, do things that you love. Really, I mean, we're all here to enjoy life as well beyond work. And I think that's going to make you a much better person and a much better manager for your team.
1: Exactly. Like you can only perform at the highest level and at your best if you're taking time for yourself as well. Sharon also has a lot to say about keeping your creative team inspired. So I highly recommend checking out the full episode if you didn't catch it earlier this year. We'll be putting links to all the full length episodes from the guests you hear today in our show notes. In this next snippet, you'll hear from Vicki Goldman, the Director of Marketing at Paramount Streaming under the Media Acquisition and Services team. If you're an introvert, you might relate to the struggles of putting yourself out there at work. We had a great conversation about doing just that. Vicky also talked about creating opportunities for other members of your team and how to be an even more supportive boss. Here she is on the subject. How do you go about creating opportunities for others on your team? You just mentioned delegating. And I think for me, that was really challenging. Becoming a manager is knowing what to delegate and not feeling like, oh, I'm just creating more work for the people on my team, but that's giving them opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. No, for me, it was really hard at first. I'm like, I can do this myself.
0: I can do it faster. Like it takes longer to train than versus doing it yourself. But then again, they're learning too. So it is all about that process. And they say I create so many detailed instructions. So it helps a lot. And so it's like being, I think, It's really important to be a supportive boss. My boss is super supportive. She takes time with one-on-ones, wants to see you grow. So I try to do the same with my team. I really encourage them going to networking events, webinars, and also like part of my onboarding process is making them meet other people in the team, make sure those are scheduled
1: those meetings so they get that exposure around the company as well. Moving into a management role, like what has been some of like the best leadership lessons that you've learned so far?
0: Going back to like when I was talking about being a supportive boss, when I I had some pretty bad bosses in the past who just let you do whatever, no direction or anything, don't even have one-on-ones with them, maybe like once a year. And so I feel like someone who's, I'm like a little timid and shy, so it's like hard for me to speak up. And if I don't have someone mentoring me, like helping me, it's harder to grow, especially in the beginning of your career. So in my past few jobs, I've had strong women bosses which is great. And so they really take time to get to know you. And so now I'm trying to do that as well. With my direct reports, really encouraging them, getting them into networking events, web, even attending webinars. And I said, like meeting other people in the company and really pushing them versus just doing like their day to day job. Of course, that's important too, but really getting them above and beyond from just checking off a daily task.
1: You're right. I mean, it's so much more than that. It's more than just like coming in, doing your job. It's like, okay, how do you expand knowing that you're not going to be at this company forever. And how do you expand your network? And it's a lot though. Like I think about that because you always feel like you need to be doing more. Exactly. How do you manage that too? Because like that's something that I struggle with where I'm like, oh, I should be attending this event or I should be reaching out to this person or, oh, I haven't kept in touch with this person in a while. I need to reach back out.
0: Oh, it's been so hard. It was a lot easier pre-pandemic, I feel, because there was more opportunities to go out and like keep that in touch. And so during the pandemic, I feel like it brought us stop. like, oh, man, do I really want to go to another webinar? Do I really want to jump on this Zoom with someone? But you just have to force yourself, have to put some time on your calendar to do it. It is a challenge, especially like now we're so busy back-to-back meetings. Do so I really want to spend that extra time? But I try to do some leadership forums. I recently did one that's actually called The Forum, and it's really about empowering your career.
1: Another great conversation I had this year was with Mariana Davila, who is head of growth at AppReach, an app consultancy for media strategies based in Brazil. We talked about how to address disrespectful coworkers, but in this clip, Mariana talks about active listening as a boss, a skill we could always be improving on as we look to the next year.
3: I think it's also a key to be a good manager, to listen to the people that you're working with and understanding that it's not about yourself and what you're trying to achieve because you have your own goals to achieve. Sometimes it's even different from the team that you're trying to lead. So if you have like an active listening to them, then you know what motivates them, what they are trying to pursue for their lives and if you help them in an active way then you have people working with passion and there's no better key to success than working with something that every day you wake up and you are willing to do this is the other thing that i think my curiosity always helps on listening to people and understanding what are their drives and what they are really good at because I think this is a very good tip for the ones that are managers,
1: yeah, and to that point, okay, you might not have all the answers, and I think you can learn from the people on your team, and you should be learning from the people on your team. it's a two way street, and I loved what you said earlier about being an active listener and not making it about you, and that was a piece of advice that somebody gave me when I first stepped into a management role was. It's no longer about you anymore. It's about your team and it's what are their needs? How do you help them? And in a sense, like, because you're able to help them, you can grow the organization and elevate them, elevate yourself. And like, to me, that's where I find so much joy is listening to my team and understanding, okay, what does make them tick? What do they want? What opportunities can I give them? And lastly, in March, the Women in Mobile series took over the podcast in celebration of Women's History Month. We won't recap all the great conversations we had in this episode, but I encourage you to go back and listen to all of the amazing women we talked to. I would like to share some nice points from Laura Spikerman, the client services lead at Customlytics, a full stack app marketing agency based in Berlin. Here she is talking about discovering your leadership style. How have you been able to discover like your leadership style?
4: Yes, I think it's a mixture of speaking to colleagues and people from the network to see how they are dealing with situations. So I did reach out to some people I knew from my previous like internships so or I was working as a working student. I think this can help. Then there's also different ways of learning and training yourself on like, I don't know, Skillshare, Masterclass, LinkedIn Learning, like all of those platforms you can use to get some input if you wanted to. So this is also something I did. And then just noticing how you are dealing with situations and reflecting on that as well. So I think that's also important because you will try different methods. For example, I'm a big fan of weekly draw fixes. So I have a draw fix every Friday with each team member to go over priorities for the next week for them to see if they had anything boiling up during the week that they want to address. It can also be some personal topics that I want to talk about. So anything like that is what worked very well for me with the drill fixes. But then there are other things that you need to keep adapting and seeing if they work or they don't work and then change. So I would say my leadership style probably is also still developing and evolving each day with the challenges that I face. Sure. As it should be, right?
1: Because you're going to grow as a person and you're also going to be dealing with different people and you should be adaptable. So I think continuing to find your style is extremely important. And here's one last piece of helpful advice from Laura for younger women getting started in their careers. What is some advice that you would give to a younger woman that is just getting started? And I asked that question and I also feel like I am still that person. (laughs) (laughs) The
4: same. I think it's always good to be curious and ask questions. So just show interest in different topics be open, talk to people, don't be too scared. If they don't want to talk to you, you will notice. <laughs> so they will maybe give you a quick answer and then you know like, okay, maybe that's not, not the person to have a deeper discussion with, but there will be lots of people that are also happy to share knowledge on the different topics they're experts in. So I think that's one of the best advice, probably an advice that lots of people will give as well, but still very true and very helpful. And also do your research. There are so many super interesting blog articles out there. There are podcasts, there are different materials you can look into. There are lots of YouTube channels. Like, I don't know, there is so much material out there in the open that you can look at. So I think that also helps that you do some research yourself first. Then you come up with all the questions, and then you can use that basic knowledge that you have built to get into communication with different experts and exchange ideas. So yeah, I think that's super helpful. And also for women, like don't be afraid to just get into a room and start a conversation. Like it's fine, <laughs> you're wealthy of being there and it's most people will be open and happy to speak to you. So I think that's some advice I would give. And then maybe to share a personal experience that I also had. is like sometimes it can be intimidating if you are the only woman in a room or in a virtual conference, no matter which situation. So for me personally, there was one example where we had a call this was like a big legal team of a client because we all know that marketing also concerns lots of data and then there's legal departments involved at some point so this was a big team meeting with lots of elderly men <laughs> talking about data security topics and i was invited to speak really
1: fun topic yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> about the technical aspect of some of those checkings so in the beginning when i joined and i saw like everyone in there i was like ooh. This is going to be an interesting call to be on. And me, like as a young, young woman in mobile, in the beginning, I was a little intimidated. And then, of course, they also all introduced themselves with being like, oh, I've worked in this field for 20 years. I've done this for 10 years. And then you're there and thinking like, okay, (laughs) let's see how they're going to react to the things I have to share today. But in the end, what helped me a lot was like, I knew I was an expert just for my specific topic. So just for talking about the technical details of this app marketing. So I'm not there to be a legal expert. I'm not competing with their knowledge. I'm just sharing the specific insights I was invited for. And after I cleared my mind and knew that this is what I'm there for, I was also respected by all of them and just taken as an expert for the specific field. So I think afterwards, I was very encouraged and very happy that this worked out well. But in the beginning, I really had to calm myself down and be like, okay, going to be fine. Let's see what they expect from you. And if they're even valuing your opinion. Yeah, I think it's
1: just knowing that there's a reason that you're there. And you wouldn't be sitting in that room if someone didn't think that you were able to share or provide expertise and just remembering and going back to that. It's not that you didn't just like show up poof. (laughs) So I think just going back to that very important. There were other wonderful guests we had on the Women in Mobile segment of the Activate podcast this year. So do take a look at all of the episodes in our show notes. A huge thank you to all of our fabulous guests. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We can't wait to invite more incredible women leaders from our field to the show. Have a wonderful new year.
0: Thanks for taking a break with us and listening to our weekly episode of Activate by Remerge. If you enjoyed what you heard, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell your friends about the podcast. The more people you tell, the further we can spread these awesome mobile marketing insights. See you next week.